Welcome back to the 9 to 5 to Rich audio blog. If you've been listening, you know who this is. This is Josh Esters. And right now I'm about to give the December report and I'm going to combine it with the January report. So the uh, the business report that is. So what I'm going to do is get straight to it. You know, um, I am past due on this report. So I'm just about to get straight into it. December was an incredible month. You know, it was my first real Q4 uh, December, and it's just been incredible, and it's something that I plan on doubling, if not tripling, uh, this year. So let's get into it. So December. December, we had $23,800. Ninety one dollars and fifty two cents in sales. I mean, I I, I just couldn't even uh, couldn't even believe it. Um, I had sent to Amazon my last, um, you know, boxes of products probably by the end of November, I think. Um, and it wasn't much. It was probably about, you know, less than 20 units, but the bulk of the inventory that I sent in, um, was probably like, um, early November, uh, late October. Um, and I mean, it, 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 it was just a, a huge learning experience and also, uh, very, very satisfying to see see the numbers you know i mean daily i was making sales during december i was making sales daily you know a thousand two thousand here three thousand dollars in sales here you know some with fifteen hundred you know it, it was just pretty crazy to see the numbers you know and and see the amount of volume that i was doing when i wake up in the morning you know i have like six hundred dollars in sales you know and you know so 20 units or something like that so it was just a really interesting experience and um and and it just got me got me motivated, got me thinking and uh planning how I can double if not triple this uh for the next year, for this year rather 2019 Q4. Literally, you can, you know, I mean if you have it like that, you can literally, you know, make your money in Q4. And you don't even have to do anything else for the rest of the year. You could do something else. You know, if you make money a different way, you know, you could do that. But literally, if you find the right opportunities, you know, you, you, you well, in wholesale, that is, you know, you have the right accounts um, and and you have some, you know, accounts that have products in demand, wholesale accounts that have products in demand. You can literally make you know, all of your money. If you, if you, if you, if you have it like that, you can make all your money in Q4 and literally do something else for the rest of the year. And I actually thought about that. I was like, you know, that's pretty, pretty crazy, you know, idea, you know, I never even thought about that before. Like you can really just, you know, bang it out, um, pretty much bang it out from August or maybe September all the way up to December and then, you know, and reap the rewards and then, you know, come back again during the next year. You know, you don't have to be, um, you know, all year type of seller. I mean, if you have it like that, it was just an idea that ran across my mind. I thought it was pretty crazy that, you know, that was possible. So let's get to the breakdown of what the December um, report looks like. So we already talked about it. I already said that the sales were twenty three thousand eight hundred ninety one dollars and fifty two cents. Okay. I had uh, refunds, um, and that's another thing about Q4. 
is, you know, I was selling, you know, Q4 type items. These are like, you know, Christmas type items, you know, and, and, you know, the, 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 one of the, the things that people don't like or are afraid of during Q4 is, oh, you know, there's going to be a lot of returns because people, you know, buy something, use it for a day or two or use it for Christmas and they want to return it, you know, and that's just, that just comes with the game. Literally the way I look at it is it's a net net game. Okay. It's a net net game. You're going to make some, you're going to lose some, but the net should be positive. Okay. Your net should be focusing on, on positive net, right? So that's how I see it. So my refunds that I refunded for the month of December was $1,663.34. That was the amount that I, um, you know, re was refunded. Okay. Uh, well, the amount that I refunded to customers who bought something, used it for a day, and then returned it back to me. I even, you know, I, I, I'm just, just, this just brought me back to a situation where a customer uh, claimed that she bought a product uh, from me, sent, uh, you know, she claimed she received it. She claimed there was something wrong with it. And then she wanted me to refund her and come to find out she never received the product to begin with. So I um, I contacted Amazon just to let them know, like, hey, this is the situation with this person, because any type of correspondence between the buyer and you, Amazon saves into a file somewhere, you know, and, and I just wanted to be on record. Like, I am aware that she's contacted me and I'm aware of what she's saying. And I want I want you to know that she did not receive this product. And if you look through, you know, your Amazon records or whatever you can see that she has not received the product i mean, I mean it's just it's it's all on you know it's all digital you know it's all it could be proved you know so <clears throat> um that was actually just one situation other than that i mean it wasn't like yo that threw me off that that you know that that really bothered me or you know it, it kind of took me it took me a day or two to get over it anything like that it wasn't anything like that you know it took a few days in terms of the correspondence back and forth with her because at first I was like, okay, well, you know, I refund you. And then I had to do my homework a little bit because um, I'm about that. If, if, the, if the buyer contacts me and says there's something wrong with the product, I'm going to refund you. I'm not about to fight you. I'm not about to, you know, to, you know, get into back and forth about, well, show me pictures and all that kind of stuff. I'm, you know, I'm just, okay, cool. You, you, you need to be refunded, be refunded, bam. You know, um, depending on what the problem is, I'll tell them to return the product to me or just keep it and I'll just refund you the money. Because, like, I'm playing the net-net game. Yes, you're going to have those situations. You're going to refund stuff. But the net is going to be positive. So, I mean, I'm not really tripping off that. And not only that, you want to have a good relationship with buyers anyway. They may come back to you and buy um, um, another product from you. And that has happened, you know, I, I, you know, the lady called me and said, hey, you know, it was a, uh, not called me, a lady uh, contacted me through messaging through the uh, Amazon app that I have, uh, the seller app. And she was like, hey, you know, uh, it was three, it was a pack of three figurines. She received two that looked the same. So she received three, but two of them looked the same. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I, I mean, I know that when I package stuff, Sometimes, sometimes I, you know, I think about something while I'm doing it and I accidentally slip in 
the wrong item or something like that <clears throat> or the wrong order of items or whatever you know so like okay yeah, i mean that's i mean even if even if she was lying i didn't care but uh, but she wasn't though so she you know she can't she contacted me and said hey you know this that and the other and i just refunded her and then she bought another item from me you know so you know it's just all about having just positive relationships and most of the time most of the time i would i would probably say 98 to 99 percent of the time buyers are honest um, at least on Amazon, in my experiences, the, the buyers are honest, you know, and, and, and who cares if they aren't honest, just give them the money back, whatever, or, you know, get your product back, then give them the money back. It's not a problem. All right, cool. So let's go down to the next line on the profit and loss statement. So the next line is uh, reimbursements. So reimbursements are, um, are Amazon's way of compensating you for damaging your items so if you send your and your items to an amazon warehouse to be shipped out to customers sometimes you know the the guys the gals whoever they they are just straight man handling these items and they're they're throwing them dropping them sitting on them stepping on them playing catch with them and then they break it happens right it just comes with the territory and the more volume that you do, so if you're doing a lot of sales, um, a lot of units, you're selling a lot of units, the more likely you're going to have quite a number of units that are damaged at the warehouse. Amazon compensates you for that. They use a calculation. They use a calculation for how they do that. Um, and, and it's based on, you know, what the price is currently or, or I, f I forget the exact formula. But anyways... They reimbursed me um, a total of $349. So that was $349.02 back into my pocket. So um, that is, you know, whatever money I made would be the cost of goods for that those items. And then plus what Amazon uh, compensated me for, you know, lost, lost sale, right? Um, okay, so let's move down a little bit. Um, on this on the uh, profit and loss statement to the next line um in in you know december I, I actually you know did something i never thought of or um never thought i would be doing or just didn't really see myself doing i actually shipped a lot quite a bit of products myself so there were quite there's there are quite a bit of products that um that were like maybe large in size and I had no idea. I mean, when I was ordering it uh, from the from the wholesale distributor from from this this is the the brand actually. I'm gonna just say brand. When I was buying it from the brand, um, um, it was I, I just didn't think about you know how big the packaging would be, right? So it's a pretty big package, and I just didn't have any any way to send it to the Amazon warehouse um, at you know when I got it. So I was like, okay, I don't know what to do with it. So I'm just going to post it. Um, I'm going to list it as merchant fulfilled. So whenever you, you know, um, put your item up on Amazon, but instead of sending it to the warehouse, the Amazon warehouse, you know, you keep it. And then whenever the buyer buys it, you ship it to the buyer. That's called merchant fulfilled. So merchant fulfilled. Um, in that case, Amazon gives, uh, it, it's, uh, let me see how do I explain this. Um, the buyer sort of pays for some of the shipping without knowing it. It's just included in the price, right? So, so I got the, I got the, uh, there's two types of credits that I received for shipping 
items myself, right? So the merchant fulfilled network shipping credit was $90. And then the shipping credit um, was $354. So that, that's, that's the amount that customers uh, paid, um, like maybe for expedited shipping or something like that. Amazon to charge a little more in, uh, and, and it comes to you, you know, Amazon will you know have them pay a little more and it comes to you. Um, one of the things that I did not foresee, right. One of the things I did not foresee happening was, you know, these are, you know, holiday Christmas type items. And when I was shipping items myself, um, and then the customer wanted to do an expedite shipping option instead of a standard standard shipping option. Um, what I did not foresee is that it costs more. Like when I'm printing my label out, my uh, my shipping label out, when I'm printing it out to you know put on the package to send to the customer, it's all on the Amazon you know seller central website whatnot. The the cost like USPS was charging me was greater than the amount that Amazon collected to pay for that shipping. Um, so so Amazon's very like you know buyer you know buyer first buyer friendly the buyer is everything you know which is which is how it should be. Um, so they'll pay like for example I had um, some uh, some lamps some snowman and. Um, what was it? Santa Claus lamps, right? <clears throat> um, usually it'll take chart, you know, if, if a person wanted standard shipping, it'll cost me 10 bucks. So, you know, the buyer pays out of the price of the item, the buyer pays like what, $5.99 of that um, 10 bucks, and then I pay the rest or whatever. So the total will be 10 bucks. So whenever they, a person wanted to expedite it, it'll cost me $30. Now that thirty dollars, I I on on I probably did that maybe like I don't even know three or four five times maybe maybe not five but maybe three or four times on these items, where I lost money, because of the shipping was greater than the uh, the shipping was greater than the profit, you know so I lost money like my profit would be like twenty bucks, um, if I was paying ten dollars for the shipping like like for standard shipping but it was all wiped out. You know, it was all wiped out, you know, if I did like expedited shipping. And and here's a trick, though, because if you price, if I price my item, my item higher, right, I'll have enough profit to ship the item and then pay for the expedited shipping. Now, the expedited shipping, not every customer, won't, you know, did that. It was just some, right? But if I raised my price, I wouldn't have any sales. So if I raised my price $20, um, I don't, I don't think I would have sold as many as I did. So I had maybe like 14 or 17 of these, uh, these, these lamps. So I had to just keep my price the way it was, but as a net net, right? So if I had, uh, like, I think I had like 17 of one and maybe nine of, uh, 17 of the, uh, um, Santa Claus lamps and maybe nine of the, um, uh, snowman lamps, um, and um, so some people did want the expedited shipping, so I lost money on some of them, but I was able to sell them all. Um, I still have, actually, I actually still have one. I, one uh, snowman lamp that, you know, it's February, so, you know, it might not be moving. But right now, um, the tricky thing is, it's like it's somebody, it's in somebody's cart right now. So it's pending a sale 
Um, it's been in somebody's cart for like two days. Sometimes when, when that happens, when it's pending and it's pending for longer than a day or two, that means something was wrong with the buyer's um, credit card or debit card or something like that. So I was kind of bummed out. Like I thought I was able to sell it because I, you know, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't, I don't want it anymore. It's not Christmas, obviously, but it's a snowman lamp. So it's not necessarily Christmas per se. It could be like winter too. You know, people buy it during winter. Um, and it's really cold right now. So, so, you know, maybe, maybe somebody, um, wants to still buy that, but, but anyways, so, so that's what I did. I did not foresee that, but as a net, 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 I actually made money on all those lamps. Right. Um, so some I profited, you know, all of my profit, except for the ones that I sold at a loss because of the shipping, I think was maybe three or four, you know, so, um, it's a net net game, you know. I just I didn't foresee that, but I still came out with a profit on you know those those items combined. All right, cool. So moving down, I'm just gonna you know some things we don't really care about too much. Gift gift wrap credit. So some people wanted to do gift wrap, so I collected forty five dollars eighty nine cents total on that. And Amazon, Amazon, by the way, does the gift wraps. They put it in a bag or something like that. But they you know Amazon charges them and that charge is is uh, is collected and then sent to me so that's pretty cool all right so that's pretty much it for the um the income part of the profit and loss statement let's get to these expenses all right so on sales of uh let's just round it up a little bit so just about twenty four thousand was in, was sales my cost of good goods sold cost of goods sold so c-o-g-s is cost of goods sold was nine thousand four hundred sixteen. So that was my cost that um, that I put into the products. Um, you know that sold that that month, right? So let's look at that. Let me pull out a calculator on that one. So so I just want to see what the percentage is. All right, so about forty percent. So uh, my cost of goods sold, cost of goods sold was about forty percent of the uh, of sales. So yeah, so I basically, you know, sold my items for just just over two times my cost. Um, all right, so let's get into some more expenses. So some selling fees. So Amazon. If you heard a, a podcast before, I talk about the the few uh, the the couple of different fees that Amazon charges for, you know, for you using their platform to sell products. So, um, one of them is the Amazon referral fee. So the Amazon referral fee was, I paid, uh, $3,583.77. And then there's a small fee that I paid for closing, closing fees. I have no idea what the hell that is actually which I should, but it was only $13.58. What the hell is a closing fee? I don't know, but I need to find out. Okay, um, and then there are um, FBA fulfillment fees. So the two main fees that you're gonna see on Amazon are Amazon referral fees and then the FBA fulfillment fee. Each product you sell has a Amazon referral fee and also an FBA fulfillment fee. Uh, the Amazon referral fee, to my understanding, is just, you know, just that's their cut for you using their platform to sell. The FBA fulfillment fee is the uh, cut that they take for you using their warehouse to sell on their platform, 
right? So if you merchant fulfill, like I did some of my items, there is no FBA fulfillment fee. There is just, just the Amazon referral fee. So sometimes the fees are much lower, um, you know, and um, when you do merchant fulfilled, um, and sometimes not, you know, but anyways. So um, FBA fulfillment fee was $3,525. All right. So the gift wrap chargeback. So, you know, people who um, actually that oh, gift wrap credits was forty five eighty nine. Actually, yes. Yeah, so that canceled out. So the gift wrap chargeback. So when people refund. So if people did a, you know, a gift, uh, people paid for an item and they did a gift wrap. So Amazon charges more and I, I collect, they collect it and send it to me. But if they refund it, but if I refund the customer, if they return the item, they, you know, they get refunded. So the, and they also get refunded the gift wrap charge. Um, that total was $45.89. That was ref, uh, refunded back to the buyers. So that's money out. Um, and then the shipping charge back, um, shipping charge back. So if, uh, if, if um shipping charge back is that for merchant fulfilled or fba um oh fba if you if you don't know if you don't know already it's it's fulfilled by amazon and that just means you send their item to their warehouse and then they fulfill the item once the customer makes a purchase they send it to them through their warehouse so the shipping charge back so these are refunds back to the buyer um for shipping, you know, so if they paid for shipping for something and then like I had a few merchant fulfilled items that I, I shipped to customers myself and then, you know, they said this, that and the other and then they, you know, um, returned the item back to me. Um, I, um, you know, I don't quite remember, but some sometimes like I don't know, I don't know when or how, but sometimes, you know, the buyer pays for the shipping back to you you know, shipping the item back to you and then, or sometimes, you know, you don't, they don't pay for it at all. Um, so yeah, the, so that was a, a, a cash outflow as a fee, um, $164.88. So that whatever that was, it was income at one point, but then now they got refunded. So now it's, it's, it's an expense. So $164.88 total. Um, all right, let's move down a little bit on the profit and loss statement for the expenses. All right, so the FBA, so, so Amazon, what they do is they charge you a fee, right? So if you have um, products in their warehouse for uh, 30 days, and, and, and this, is, this is always changing, but as of now, they have a 30-day storage fee. So if you have products at their warehouse and it's not selling or you just have, you know, a lot of it there, it is selling, you just have a lot of it there and then it moves over to the next month, they do charge a little bit for you storing their products at their warehouse. So they they want to charge people because they don't want people sending items to the warehouse that don't sell. So the whole point of them charging you is to, you know, motivate you to make sure you have products that sell or you plan it out where, you know, you send in um, enough units that sell during that month and then you send in some more units later on instead of sending all of them at one time and then just leaving them in the warehouse until they sell out. So that's their, their, their way of, you know, just charging you. They, they, they say that they're not a storage place, a storage f facility. 
so they don't want to store things that don't sell or they don't want to take up too much space. They want, um, you know, have room for other sellers or whatever it is. Right. <clears throat> but you get the whole point. If, if there's if you have a if you have a storage unit, if someone's storing something, um, you know, on your property or in your house or, or, or just from the flip side, you know, if you have a storage unit, you're going to pay storage, a storage, a monthly rent, you know. So that's what they're doing now with that. Um, let's see. Removal order fees. So there are some products that I had to get sent back to me after I sent it to the Amazon warehouse. So there were items like, um, like, and I had some issues with some products because um, they would get Amazon would flag them for investigation or some something like that, and um, then they'll say like they'll say something like, I can't sell this product anymore, you know, for, for one reason or the other. So what I did was I just returned them, returned them back to me. Okay. So, and then not only that, you know, um, this, at the end of December, whatever, whatever I didn't sell or whatever was, um, you know, partially damaged at the warehouse or something like that, or whatever was sitting in the warehouse that I had to do something about. Because what happens is, you know, if, if you have products um, being sent to the Amazon fulfillment centers, you know, you're going to have situations where some products aren't, um, they are not uh, in a, they get kind of damaged in transit somewhat. They become unsellable um, per Amazon. So, you know, they're just sitting there and then you have a notification saying, hey, you have these products that you need to do something with. You need to either you need to either dispose them or uh, put a request for Amazon to dispose them or put in a request for Amazon to send them back to you. Um, so that's the removal order fees. They charge 50 cents per item that um, that uh, that you get sent back to you. I don't know if 50 cents is the same price that they charge for if you want to have them dispose of the item. I don't know, but I didn't do that. So I just have, I had whatever sent back to me, especially at the end of December when I had items that, you know, that I wanted to write off, I had them sent back to me. Um, and um, that total cost was $93.50. So $93.50. Um, worth of uh, it's fifty cents per per item. So I'll, if you break that down, ninety three fifty divided by fifty ninety three point five divided by point five is one hundred eighty seven. So I had under one hundred eighty seven items sent back to me for one reason or the other, and most most of them were because I wanted to write them off. Um, you know, so um. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Cool. So moving on to the next ex next expense down here. So next expense is inbound shipping fees. The inbound shipping fees are, you know, um, the cost of, of your um, of shipping. So the cost that you pay for shipping your products to the Amazon FBA fulfillment center center to sell. So whatever you you know want to sell, you, you know, you're going to they're going to ask you, you know, put your um, content of your boxes in, in the Amazon Seller Central and then you weigh it and then um, they'll spit out a, a calculation for the cost. Right. So you print your label out and you put it on your box and then you send it to Amazon Fulfillment Center. So I guess I did send something in December. So I had thirty four dollars and eighty six cents in, in inbound shipping fees. So I sent uh, some items to sell. 
in December. Looks like the first week and then the first week of December I did that. So yeah, so thirty four dollars and eighty six cents. So not much. I I don't even think that was in anything that I don't I don't remember. But anyways, yeah, so I did send some stuff in in December to sell. All right, cool. So moving on to some other expenses. Um, let's see. Some other expenses we want to talk about. Shipping label costs. All right, so let's just get straight into the meat and potatoes of um of these other expenses. I just want to get to the high, higher dollar amounts. The higher dollar amounts. Mm, let's see. All right, cool. So all right, yep, here it is. So um the the dollar amount in terms of products that I uh I guess you could say disposed of myself because it was the end of the year and I wanted to write these things off. I didn't I didn't really care about selling them and I didn't even, I didn't even know if they were going to sell anyways after Christmas. And that's actually something I I didn't know or did not foresee is that, you know, a lot of these products still sell after Christmas in January. I mean, I'm talking like Christmas lights, um, you know, S Santa Claus and, you know, snowman lamps. My lamps were still selling. Um, what else? I had, um, you know, all these Christmas stuff. I had some elves, some like, you know, some some elves, some Christmas type, winter type elves. Those were still selling. Um, everything was still selling, <laughs> you know. It may be at a different pace, um, but they were still selling. But anyways, I just wanted, I, did, I didn't know what was going to happen. So I just, you know, I just wrote products off. I just had, I had a total of $890, so almost $900 worth of product that, um, I wrote off, you know, so, um, it shows up as an expense on my, um, on my, on my income statement for December. Um, I just wanted to write it off just to be sure, you know, so, um, the next one is, what did I do here? Okay, so um, it says miscellaneous. So sometimes I it, it, it'll say miscellaneous, but I'll have some notes when I uh, input the when I input the data into the income and expense statement. Um, but right here it just gives me the line item miscellaneous. It was eight hundred eighty dollars. So that's that's actually a big number. So let me let me jump in and find out what that was because that's something worth talking about. So miscellaneous, I got to do a search miscellaneous, um, December, 2018, and I'll be able to find that. And then, you know, and then once I find it, it I'll be able to see the notes and see, you know, what those, um, what makes up that miscellaneous category on the expense part of the income statement. Miscellaneous. All right, cool. So, all right, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, all right. So you know, um, towards the end of December, I was kind of contemplating, like, okay, so now that I made some money, let's uh let's spend some money. You know, it's December and and then let's 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 spend some money um because we want to, you know, write things off. We want to write off items. 
um, because we can't once January hits. So I was, you know, going, um, you know, just thinking about things and thinking about what I wanted to, um, what I want to buy. Um, some things were already on my, my mind and, and once the idea, um, because, because I had, 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 I'd forgot about it. Like, you know, wanted, needing to buy a few things and writing it off. I didn't want to, you know, wait till January because if I wait till January, February, I wouldn't be able to write it off. So my, my logic is, is not okay. So buy all kinds of stuff so you can write it off. No, I was thinking like, let's buy or spend money on things that are going to improve the business um, immediately or or very shortly, right? So like within the next three months. So if I can buy something that I'm going to need and use um, within the next three months, let's go ahead and buy it right now, okay? So one of the things I got was... Um, um, one thing that I got was a, um, I got a website, right? So I got a website. So I got two websites. So the first website is the nine to five to rich.com, right? It's not developed yet, right? So it's not developed yet. And that's money I spent. Um, I bought it from Wix is annual membership. They were given it at a discount or whatnot for the, the premium, um, subscription. So for the year it was 240 bucks. So that's for, that's for securing the bag for, nine to five to rich.com. Okay. So I'm going to use that. I plan on using, or at the time I plan on using that within the next three months. I had bought, um, um, I had bought barcodes from nationbarcode.com that cost $40 or $39 to be exact. So the whole point of the barcodes, if you heard last uh, podcast or maybe the podcast before that, I talked about bundles and creating bundles and, and really, uh, building a business that's, you know, surrounded building a business that's based on, you know, my own, um, creation of products, kind of, when I say creation, not like from the ground, I mean like bundles, right? Anyways, but you're going to need barcodes for some of these things. So I bought a hundred barcodes. They were on sale, bought a hundred barcodes for, um, $39. And you know, that's, that's forever, you know? So if I, if I use a hundred, it, it was, it was the best deal to get a hundred opposed to like 20 or 10 or something like that. So I don't think I'm ever going to run out anytime soon. Um, I had, um, I got my own, uh, what do you call that? Uh, I got my own email, you know, like, um, like instead of like when I, instead of in, in business, when I'm contacting different distributors, wholesale, uh, companies or brands to, um, to ask if I can buy their products to sell on Amazon. I was using my Gmail account, just my personal Gmail account. So I was basically doing business in my Gmail account, you know, and what I did was I, I got my, I got my own, you know, um, email from, uh, from G suite. And actually I did it through Wix. So, uh, and it was actually a little bit cheaper, maybe like 20 or 30 cents a month cheaper. Um, to do through Wix. So on Wix, if you go to Wix and you buy one of their um, um, subscriptions for a website, they'll ask you if you want, you know, to want you want to have your own dedicated um, uh, email, right? So I spent twenty five dollars on that. So it's twenty. It was I don't know, like four dollars and forty four cents a month or something like that. But on Wix, they they charge you up front. So it's twenty five dollars. 
up front for the year. Um, but if you G Suite is, you know, another Google company. So if you went through Google or if you went to G Suite dot com, you'll pay like five dollars a month. You may have the option of paying uh, um, up front all of it. But um, I saw that you pay monthly. So anyway, so I got my own email. OK, so so I got two two websites. One, I just want to say that real quick. So I got the nine to five to rich dot com. Uh, domain. I bought the domain and I also, you know, uh, registered the website with Wix and also registered um, the uh, um, the name of my company. So the name of my company that I do business in in terms of buying and selling, I bought the domain for that and I also um, bought a subscription with Wix and that one was actually $240 as well. Um, and, and, and the email was for not for nine to five to rich. It was for my, my company that I do business in. So that's why I have the email in. So now I'm doing business at, you know, uh, um, I, I don't use my name. I use info, info at my company name.com. Okay. That's, that's what I do business in. Um, okay. So, <clears throat> so I did that. And then I also bought a few, uh, bought a few Chrome extensions that helped me, that helped me do research on products a lot faster. Um, I bought the Jungle Scout Chrome extension. Chrome extension that was one hundred seventy-seven dollars, um, and and I got the you know I use promo codes and all that kind of stuff too. So I got the cheapest possible on that, and I also got um, what's called Rev Seller. Rev Seller is very helpful. I use Rev Rev Seller more than I use Jungle Scout. Jungle Scout at the time. I'm at this time rather, and um, Rev Seller is awesome. I use Rev Seller all the time. It just it just saves me a lot of time when I'm researching products because. It keeps me from going from this page to this page to this page. I can find a lot of the information I need on one um, web page, you know, instead of trying to flip around different web pages, trying to find, trying to, trying to, you know, uh, connect the dots on different information when I'm um, researching products. Um, all right, cool. So look, I already said that. Bought the domain for nine to five rich. Bought the domain for uh, my company. Um, they're about twelve dollars each. Um, I got my oh. Let's see. Let me see. Did I miss anything? No. Yeah. So that that's where that eight hundred eighty dollars came from. So um, that's what I spent that on. All right. Cool. So now we broke down that line item. Let's see what's next on um, the profit and loss statement. Okay. Um, okay. All right, so let me get out of there and go back to December, December 18. All right, cool. So now we're back in December 18. Scroll down. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, cool. So let's let's move to the next bigger line item. Um that one would be shipping and office supplies. 
shipping and office supplies. I actually need to go back to the screen I was at before to get the breakdown because uh, shipping and office supplies, is, I just group um, a certain type of purchases under this category. Um, but I, but I want to go back and, and dig a little deeper on what those were exactly. But the total dollar amount that I spent was $1,026.34. So actually... All right, cool. Well, let me just say this because this, this is the the next line item is the last line items. So instead of going back and then coming back just to say this last thing, I'll just say it right now. So the next one after that is thirty three dollars in training that I did. So I bought a uh, training course of, on um, on bundling um, and how to do that on Amazon, and uh, I just bought a training course real quick. That was thirty three dollars. Um, I got a uh, member discount because I'm a member of a, a different community. Uh, online community facebook community kind of thing so i was able to get a discount the price was still cheap even if i wasn't a part of it it was I think it was like 50 bucks or 47 dollars but um because you're because i was a member of another course that i bought um back when i started um it was only 33 dollars it's a bundling course all right so let's get let's get let's dig into that shipping and office supplies for the month of december real quick so actually got to go to that last page I was at before Let's see all right so I made a few investments some more invest investments in that I made into the business that I wanted to write off um, um, you know, before the year ended, because um, I want to use these items to either help with the business or, um, in, you know, in, in increase something about the business. Um, yeah, just basically invest it back in the business, pretty much. Um, things I'm going to use within the next three months or, you know, I'm going I'm to use it for longer than that. But things that I anticipated at least using immediately. Right. OK, so. Some of that stuff was just, just the basic shipping and office supplies type stuff, like boxes and, you know, and um, tape and little stuff like that. Um, but where where it gets a little heavy, it gets a little thick, was when I decided to invest in a camera. I had bought a camera um, because I do uh, plan on you know creating my own bundles. And I wanted to have a very quality type camera to take pictures with. Um, when I'm creating my listings onto Amazon and you know, it's kind of like, there's not really any logic to it. I mean, it's kind of like intuition and common sense when you buy something, at least on Amazon, if you do buy things on Amazon, which I'm sure you probably have or done or still do, a lot of it is about the pictures, right? So, you know, I'm not going to use my phone. My phone doesn't take the best pictures. You know, I got an Android, you know what I'm saying? So doesn't take the best pictures. And um, and I want to invest in a high quality type camera um, um, to do that. And also, you know, I'm wanting to use it to maybe you know do some video recording um, of, you know, um, content for the nine to five to rich um, brand. Right. So that that can be used for for, you know, building content for that, maybe on YouTube or something like that. Right. Um, so I bought a also bought uh, like some, you know, side equipment like, you know, extra battery. Um, what else did I buy? I bought a um, microphone. 
um, what do you call that? Um, it's not necessarily a microphone, but I guess it is. It is a microphone. So I bought a microphone for the camera and all this kind of stuff. I bought some additional accessories for the for the recording aspect that I wanted to use the camera for. And I also bought a light box. Light box is you basically, you know, it's, 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 it is what it sounds like, you know. Um, it's a box where you put products in. There's some light that comes from it. You can turn on and off or whatever. And, you can know, you can take pictures. So you... You can take pictures of products. That's the whole point. Taking pictures of products. That's what a light box is used for. Um, I bought like, you know, 80 bucks, 80, like $75 worth of tape because, you know, you need tape. Um, and then I also bought a, um, I bought like a push cart dolly kind of thing. Um, and, and, and that was a hundred bucks. Um, really, really sleek, nice designed, um, cart um, because you know when I was my whole thing is you know I'm not going to I, I first was thinking like you know I want to you know outsource this shipping of my products right so one of the things you can do is if you buy them if you're buying them online you know if you're doing um, online arbitrage or if you're doing wholesale or private label you can get your products you can order them you get your products shipped to a prep center and the prep center will prep it for you and then send it to Amazon yourself uh, and then they will send it to Amazon, you know, for you. So they'll do the prepping, shipping to Amazon for you, right? But when I when I was contemplating whether I was going to do that or not, and I, I decided not to because uh, it, it just, did, just just doesn't make sense for my business right now. I mean, I need all the money I can get, you know, so I don't want to pay, you know, I don't want to pay someone else to do that. Um, and it, it can get quite expensive, you know what I'm saying? So, um I, I just didn't want to do that. Well, when I decided that I was going to do it, I was like, okay, well, I need to, uh, how do I make it less stressful? Yeah, at least that's the least I can do for myself is how do I make it less stressful to do the prepping and shipping? That's the, I, I, that's the worst part of the business for me is the prepping and shipping. It takes me a long time. Um, I, 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 I hate it. Um, I actually, you know, are getting into a groove now um now that i have some experience and different little tips and tricks and um you know a cert i have a certain printer i bought a little while back that helps me and helps me move fast and and, and and all that but my whole goal is to how do i make this easier for me and that's why i um you know made the move to where i am now you know i'm all pretty much settled into my new house now um you know i have a garage and um that that helps me you know makes it easier for me i can put all my products in there they're not laying around the house um I have some products in my room um some some boxes like some little boxes in my room that i can you know pack and ship little stuff but all of my storage where i have like tons and tons of stuff it's in the garage right now so that's one way that i did to that i used to make it easier for me you know um so yeah it it did increase my expenses right you know, I had to do something. Either I was going to pay someone to do it or I'm going to do it myself. So it did increase my expenses a bit because now I have a, um, you know, now we live in a, in a, in a house and it's, it's bigger, a lot bigger, a lot bigger than where we were before. And, um, um, you know, cause I'm going to be doing it myself. That's, that's my, my goal for now. Um, so anyways, back to this dolly. <laughs> um, so this, this is a nice dolly. 
uh, well, let me, let me, let me, hold, let me just give you a quick, maybe a visual comparison. I mean, you know what a dolly is, or, you know, if you don't know what a dolly is, you know, it's the, it's the red, it's the little, it's the red thing you pick up boxes with, you know, you got to put the, put the flat part under the box and then you lift it back and then you move it, you push it. Right. So, um, man, when I was, when I was getting all of those products, uh, for Q4, um, yo, that was, that was not, that was not, uh, that's not, that's, that's, that's the hard work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, I mean, people who work for maybe, um, you know, UPS in terms of the truck, the deliveries and things like that, they know what I'm talking about. I mean, you, you, you kind of, you know, go through some of the things they go through. They're just moving boxes, like, you know, and their, their dollies are actually stronger and better probably than mine. I just had a regular $20 dolly that, uh, I bought, um, when I moved, um, a few years back, um, to, to, to a place that I moved to a few years back. Um, it was just a little cheap dolly, you know, and, um, it was just, you know, labor intensive using it. But with this card, I can lay it down. I can put stuff on it. I can stack it a little more. I can put, um, more items on the cart than I would, um, my, my first dolly that I had. I can use, put maybe like, if I have big boxes, I can put like two, you know, with this new dolly, I can put, I can lay it down and I can put, you know, four of these big boxes, um, and then I can push it. I can push it, you know, instead of, uh, you know, having the weight leaning on me and pushing it, I can just have it on the cart and push it. So, you know, I was just thinking like, okay, how do I, how do I make this easier? And that was one of the solutions. So I, I bought an expensive doll. I bought an expensive push cart. Um, it, it can turn into a dolly. It can turn into a few things, you know. So I'm 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 pretty stoked about that. So and it's also you know portable. I can fold it up and you know put it in the put it in the van and I can move it back and forth opposed to my long dolly that I had to you know make sure I had space for. Um, and you know it it doesn't fold up. It doesn't do anything. You know it's just this hard thing you know with wheels that you know you pick stuff up on so i mean it 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 definitely helped this new uh dolly slash push cart definitely definitely helps a whole lot especially like when i'm going <clears throat> i'll give an example like i give you another example i think it was uh yesterday yeah it was yesterday yesterday um was monday and um over the weekend i had a ton of sales uh, and these are merchant fulfilled items. So I'm shipping them. My, I'm, I packaged them to ship myself. I had a ton of small, but these, these are a ton of small boxes. These items were small. So a ton of small boxes, maybe about 18 of them. I was able to put them all on this new, the new Dolly push cart that I got. Um, it's called a rock and roller. You know, I thought it was pretty cool because it's, it's not designed or it's not marketed to people like me. It's marketed to musicians, you know, in bands, and things like that and, and, and rock groups, obviously rock and roller. That's what it's called. But um, I was able to put all 18 of those boxes on there as I was willing them in to USPS opposed to me on the dolly that I had. I mean, they, you know, I was I'd probably able to I'll probably be able to fit quite a bit of them. But, um, you know, I don't know. Some may have even if I had my original dolly, original dolly with me, some may even fall off or something like that because they were really little boxes i mean eight by eight by eight boxes six by six by six boxes um i would probably have to make two trips still because once i stack it up as tall as i could 
uh, without it falling or tipping over. I'll probably have to make two trips, but I was able to make one, right? So little things like that. I'm all about saving time in any possible way that I can. I don't care if it's how many trips that I take from the car to the house or how many trips I take from upstairs to downstairs. It's all about saving time. It's all about, you know, reducing the friction to do something. And because I was taken in, uh, because I decided to package, prep and ship um, my items myself, opposed to uh, having a prep, hiring a prep center to do it, I just had to streamline this process as much as possible. And like I said, it's the, the part of the business that I hate the most. It's probably the only part that I hate. Um, so I had to figure it out. Right. So that was the thinking behind that. OK. All right. Cool. Um, so. Uh, so that pretty much makes up the thousand with a thousand twenty six in shipping and office supplies that I um, that I bought for the month of December. Um, yeah, and, and the bulk of it was the camera, the equipment, the light box, the rock and roller. And, um, that was the bulk of it. Um, the other ones are just little, little expenses here and there. But, um, the whole idea was to buy things to, to write off that I, that can help me improve rather efficiency, uh, improve, help me improve myself or, you know, anything to improve the business within the next three months. Okay. All right. So let me get back to the profit and loss statement. We're almost done with this, by the way. All right. Okay. Back to the profit and loss statement. Let's get down to it. I think we're getting into the net profit now. Yeah, yeah. So the the net profit. Um, so after all of that, after all that madness that I just went over, after all of that craziness, right? That just went over. I pocketed two thousand sixty eight dollars and eighty cents. So you know, I was super super excited about that. You know, and it was just crazy because you know, had I not made those investments, which I should have, it would have been. It was like around somewhere around six thousand or something like that, or or or, or six six thousand bucks. <clears throat> But, you know, I was like, OK, well, I made some money now. Let's let's put it back into the business. Now, a few things I want to point out. So so I made basically I made a, I netted two thousand sixty eight dollars. A few things I want to point out. Um, notice that I. There are a few things that there's there's some people who get hung up on at the beginning of starting their business. Right. So I didn't have a professional email. I started back in June uh, or uh, July of 2018, right? Some people would probably get hung up on a professional email and the website, you know, and things like that. I didn't, I didn't buy those things until I got money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I don't get hung up. I just go, you know, and then you got to go at what you have, you know, because there's a lot of, you know, people, a lot of, a lot of people say a lot of different things in terms of, what you need or, you know, how to do something. And, you know, it's different for every single body, you know? So, um, you just got to get out there and go, get out there and go with what you have. Right. And then what's going to happen is your action is going to, uh, give your mind or 
put you in a place where you know what you have to do next. And then that's when you make a move on that. You make a move on that, make a move on that and then keep on making moves. And that's where you build that momentum, you know, because it's all about momentum, like momentum, momentum. I did these numbers because I had momentum actually three or four months previously. I had momentum. I mean, I was doing something. I was I was doing a lot every single day. And um, and that's 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 why, you know, I hit these numbers and, and it's pretty exciting. But at the same time, you don't want to get I don't want to get too complacent. I'm not getting too complacent, by the way, but um, you don't want to get too complacent. You don't want to get too high on your own supply. You don't want to do any of that because <clears throat> and let me just segue into something else real quick. The month of December was actually um, a month I I didn't really do much of anything. You know, after November 20th, that's when I had all my, you know, major, big, huge things that I had to do and ship in already. And after that, I mean, I was like, you know, somewhat cruising. I was just managing my prices and managing the emails that I'm getting from Amazon about this, that and this and and the different problems and things I had to solve um, um, here and there with with Amazon and um and the 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 challenge for December was um how do I keep this going that was the huge challenge was how do I keep this how do I keep doing this you know how, how you know um and <clears throat> you think about Q4 and trying to um the thing about q4 and trying to figure out your your next step or my next step you know in terms of how do i do this in january february march uh the problem the problem with it somewhat is the way the way i look for things to sell i have to i have to look at what's out there currently you know what's out there selling currently and Q4 is uh, um, not really a good time to be basing decisions, basing um, future, basing buying decisions for future profit. It's not really a good time because everything sells. Like, I mean, literally everything sells. I'm, I'm not even like, I had stuff that was sitting for months and months and months that I'd even have to I I just stopped looking at after a while in terms of managing the prices and all that kind of stuff. It just it all sold everything. Like everything. I probably was down to um I don't even know. I think maybe I I had like like maybe just around eighty or something like that. Um items listed. Um separate items listed. And then at the end of the month and then end of the December I was probably down to maybe like eighteen. And that was just stuff that I was going, you know, I was selling um, over and over and over, um, not necessarily Q4, but just, just in general, you know? Um, and then some things, some of that was just stuff that's never sold ever, you know? Um, like, like I had some, like some, um, what was that? Uh, some, uh, what do you call those? Um, they were like, um, flashcards, you know, I bought what I, when I first started, you know, and I thought they were going to sell. They never did. Anyways, those, those didn't sell. So I guess not everything does sell. But I would I was just surprised. Almost everything sells. Anyway, so the challenge is, you know, I look at what's selling currently 
And I base my buying decisions based on what's selling current. I based on other things, but one of the things is what's selling currently. And, um, and then the problem is everything is selling. So it's really an inflated time to try to make buying decisions. So I was just really like in contemplation mode for the whole month of December. I didn't really have any uh, ideas on what I was going to buy next. Because like I said, it was all, this is all, what I sold wasn't like evergreen, everyday type items. I was selling Q4 type items, you know. Um, so it, 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 it put me in a spot where I was like, oh, man, like, what am I going to do? And I was thinking, okay, well, I got to wait till January, you know, so I can kind of see the market um, and see what's out there selling and and the only problem with that is, is um, you, you're waiting, you know, you're waiting. So I, I was able to, uh, I was, I was able, you know, I got all my money back, you know, so I didn't carry any debt. You know, I used the debt to, you know, do all of this, um, you know, 0% card. I, I didn't pay anything except I paid everything back. And I was going to say I was able to profit December 2000 bucks. Um, but it was, it was just a really, you know put me in a different space, headspace for a little while. Um, I knew, I knew I made the decision. There are a few things that I knew for sure that I was going to pack and ship myself, you know, to Amazon. I'm not going to hire a prep center. So <clears throat> I had to decide, okay, so I literally cannot do what I just did where I was living. I, I, I just can't do it. I just couldn't do it. I mean, there's so many boxes everywhere because I'm buying stuff and, you know, and, and everything comes in a box, obviously. And I mean, literally like my whole house was, my whole apartment was filled with boxes. And, um, I knew that that wasn't sustainable. I couldn't do that, you know, for another year. Um, because in order to, you know, do the numbers that I wanted to do, make the money I wanted to make, I knew I was going to be, you know, having volume and um, a ton of boxes was is, uh, is going to be a part of that process. Um, I just couldn't do that where I was living. So I knew I had to I knew I had to move. I knew I wasn't going to I was going to pack prepper ship myself. Um, and what else did I know for sure? Those are the those are the big things. Pretty much my my lease was up in January. So I knew I had to move fast. So we decided to, you know, get on a, um, you know, get on a search to move and we needed a house. We needed, we needed more room. Um, and the, the good thing about the, the more room anyway, I mean, I, I have three kids now, so, um, it was just, it was just, it would just be, it would have benefited our family and also the business. So it was like kind of a win-win for both of those. So I was pretty excited about that. Um, and now we're in a four bedroom house. Um, pretty nice, nice size garage. And we have everything we need that we, um, that we, that we have more than actually, more than actually what we, what we, uh, strived for back in December. So we have more than what we wanted, I guess. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, so that, that was, that was the, that was the, the challenge. And I just wanted to, you know, really just, um, you know, at, at this point right now, it just came to my head right now is, is just give a lot of thanks to, um, just a lot of people who supported 
us during the holidays. Now, yeah, I did great numbers. You know, I did great numbers in December. I did great numbers in in November. Um, but it's it. I mean, it it wasn't like oh wow, you know, I'm I'm rich. You know, what I'm saying or wow, you know, I have so much. You know, and and because they're, you know. It's business. It's entrepreneurship. I don't really have a, at this time, I didn't have a flow. It wasn't like, oh, I can sell Q4 again, you know, in January, February, March. No, I had to figure, I have to figure out how I'm going to continue bringing this money in. So a lot of people supported us um, during the holidays in terms of giving gifts to my kids um, and just making sure my kids had a really, really good Christmas. So I just wanted to give a shout out to, you know, my, my extended family my wife's family, um, and out in Alabama, they, they really, they really, uh, they really helped my kids in terms of helping them have a very great Christmas. You know, my dad, um, sent, sent some items, um, sent some Christmas gifts to my kids, really made, it made sure they had a good Christmas. My wife's dad sent some great Christmas gifts and, and there were so many people, um, who just came through for Christmas and and re- made it really really special and um you know and 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 they know what I'm doing they know that I'm out here trying to make it and I I didn't even have to I didn't have to explain I didn't have to do anything they just everything was done um on on their own you know it wasn't it we never asked for anything which we never do anyway but um but people just stepped up and and made sure you know my kids have a really great christmas so um, just wanted to give a quick shout out for them and, um, just thank you so much. Really appreciate that. And, and, um, it just made me feel like, like, you know, through the years, you know, we just been so, we just been so blessed, you know, and it's, it's just something that I want to do for, for others, you know, when, um, when I get to a certain point and I get to a certain level where, um, I just want to, I want to do for others what, you know, what others done for me and my wife and my children. Um, because we, we've been mainly because of my wife though, you know, she's, she's the real connector, you know, all of this was pretty much because of my wife. So, um, she's really the connector, like I said, and, and she, you know, has came in, um, became friends and, um, connected with some really great people over the years um who've just like just helped us on on our journey um you know because it's just been it's just been tough these past couple of years i mean i i mean i've never you know i've never made money (laughs) you know what i'm saying like I've, i've never made money you know um i've never made probably more than i don't even know three four grand a month i've never never made that much money ever you know so and then you know i had a lot of financial troubles um this year and last year and the you know years before that we were trying to build our franchise business um that that failed and it's, it's just been you know a very tough financial road you know and um i'm i'm finally at a place where uh, I'm starting over and and I'm actually starting to build. Um, I'm, I'm building from the ground and I'm still on the ground building, you know. So um, just wanted to give thanks and, and appreciation to 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 those who came through for us for 
for uh for christmas very very grateful for that um you know another another thing that's on my heart that i want to talk about is you know there's a lot of people who are being affected right now um because of the you know the government shutdown you know i have some family members who are affected by it and you know it's a very it's a very upsetting um situation you know i i don't really you know i don't really care it's not that i don't really care i, I don't you know follow the president or or i don't really care about the, like about the things he he's done or said nothing's nothing has ever upset me you know um about what's happening but this is like the one thing that really that really is making me feel a certain type of way um because there are a lot of people out there who aren't being paid and i know the government right now is temporarily open whatever that means and you know by friday they have to figure something else out or figure out how they're going to come into agreement with the uh with the Republicans in terms of building a wall or the government would be shut down again uh, completely and on the 15th and all this craziness, right? So there's a lot of people out there who are struggling, man, you know, and and, <clears throat> and it's it's tough. And, and I just, um, you know, I just hope that uh, the people who are struggling, if you're if you're listening to this and, and that's your that's your story, um, I just I just, you know, hope and pray that. You know, you stay positive and 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 allow this to be the opportunity. Um, allow this to turn into an opportunity for you to to think about, um, you know, how how it is that you that you want to make your money. You know, I think, you know, I think, I think a lot of us um, have tons tons of resources. We all have tons of resources. We have tons of resources to really go out there and hunt for ourselves. You know, make money for ourselves and and become entrepreneurs and um, and build something that that you like and you love. Um, I just really you know hope that you know you try to stay positive and use this opportunity to to do that because you know at the end of the day you know it's 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 hard you know because you don't have. Um, you don't have control. I mean, you don't know anything. All these different things can happen. You know, the government shutdown or, you know, company layoffs. Um, one of my family members, my wife's aunt just got laid off and, um, and she was working there for 20 plus years. And it's just like, wow, you know, it's like, man, it's, it's real, you know, it's real. We got to really, the, the climate has been changing. This is nothing new. You know, this is the first government shutdown. This is the first time people got laid off. I mean, this stuff has been happening, but it's it's, it's we're at a point where we can't ignore it anymore. We have to really step up. And and uh, what I mean by step up is step up and say, hey, you know, I'm going to do this to make my money. You know, I'm going to, you know, build this for myself and my family and and it all starts part time. No one's. I'm not encouraging anybody to, you know, to to jump out and try to do something full time. It, it it's baby steps, but you gotta take those steps towards entrepreneurship. It's the it's the only place where you have control because you are the person putting together the thoughts, the actions, the ideas, and it's such a you know 
it's such such so satisfying when you when you finally do something for yourself you know something for your family for yourself and and um it's it's just time to really change the the the, the scenario the story of 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 our lives and how we do how we do what we do and the choices that we make a lot of it's predicated on the last 30 or 40 or 50 years um on how on how to be successful you know on i uh, old ideas on what we have to do to be successful or how to become successful or um you know what it takes to be successful these are all ideas that um that we're following blindly without without questioning them go to school get a job ain't nothing wrong with school ain't nothing wrong with a job but you got to understand the climate that you're in it's 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 not a, a pretty pretty climate you know so i just encourage people to you know start working on on thinking entrepreneurship and um wanting to do entrepreneurship you don't have to build a two million dollar company you don't have to build a million dollar company you don't have to build an in an nine hundred thousand eight hundred thousand four hundred thousand five hundred thousand dollar business you don't you know, you just have to, you know, step out there. If you can make 80 grand, that's cool. If you make 100 grand, that's cool, too. If you make 60 grand, that's cool, too. You know, um, you know, I just I just really I just really encourage people to because this is where my heart is. My heart is in entrepreneurship. My heart is 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 turning that scenario around where we're not relying on our jobs anymore. You know, because we give them all we give, we give them everything. We give them our time. We give them we give them everything. We wake up four five in the morning just to get there, and it's just we give them too much, and we get so little. Those paychecks ain't shit. All right, that's my rant. Let's move on to um. I almost forgot. Um, um, supposed to talk about January's numbers too, but this podcast went a little long, and I have some work to do because. I'm in it. I'm in the trenches. I do this. You know, I'm not out here um, faking it. You know, I'm out here doing this shit and it takes time and I'm building. Like I said, I'm on the ground still. I'm still building and it's taking time, you know, to to get to a place where I can put this thing on autopilot. But that's 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 far. That's far from now. I'm still still building. Um, I got this new house, got these new expenses. I mean, I'm at, I'm, I'm at a very, 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 let me, let me take this time to talk about this because I want to get this on the record real quick. I'm at, I'm at right now a very vulnerable moment right now, right? I don't have steady income. Okay. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't really have a business. I don't really have a business because I'm, I'm still building it. And it just happens to be that I'm making money while trying to figure it out, right? Um, I'm down to my last four hundred dollars. Okay, if you if you heard the last podcast, you know what you know you know what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm I'm down to my last four hundred, and I need to figure this thing out. I need to make. I mean, I need to make at least. $2,500 a month to cover my expenses, make sure everything, all the, you know, everything, all my bills are paid. Okay. I need to, I need to, I need to make at least, at least 2,500. 
Okay, 3,000 would be nice to do a few things, you know, um, outside of the bills, but um, roughly about $2,500 a month. Um, I'm down to my last 400 bucks and I have, um, and, and I just moved to this, to this big ass house. Uh, it's not super, super big, but it's big shit. Um, but it's, um, I'm, I'm at a very vulnerable, vulnerable spot. Okay. Um, in, I, I'm, I, I don't, you know, I was, I was, I was listening to, I, I listened to a lot of podcasts. I listened to some er, earlier today, which was kind of profound and powerful for me. And it kind of gave me a little confidence and hope. Um, it, the person wasn't saying what I'm saying exactly, but this is how I interpreted it is, is, you know, a lot of, a lot of times we fail is because the of the stories we tell ourselves, you know. Even though we don't want to tell ourse- our, ourselves these stories, like, oh yeah, I I'm not good or I can't succeed at this or I'm going to fail. Even though you don't want to think those thoughts, if you think them, going it goes into your subconscious, and um, your conscious mind picks up on it, and then you end up failing sometimes. Um. I'm I'm at a place where it's like I I heard that and I was like, okay, I don't think those things, you know. I really think I'm gonna win. You know, I I think I'm going to come out on top um and make that twenty five hundred a month at least. Um I I don't I don't think that. You know, I don't think I can't. I don't think I, I can fail. I don't I don't have a choice, you know. I really, I I'm out here every day, you know, grinding. You know what I'm saying? And which is part of the reasons why part part of the reason why I don't jump on the podcast as often as I want to, because every minute that I get to myself or that I every minute that I get, I want to use that minute um, to build my business. And sometimes those minutes go to my wife and my kids. Uh, but most of it, I want to use it to go to my business. I'm at a very vulnerable spot and I'm, I'm doing everything that I can to, to build up a pipeline, build up some pro, uh, build up a pipeline of products that is, and really make this shit happen. Um, I'm, um, I, I don't even fucking sleep, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I sleep, um, you know, probably about three or four in the morning. The beauty, the beauty about, you know, a lot of times I have to put this in perspective because the beauty about what I do is I don't have to go anywhere. I can literally do it at any point in time. It's all online. Everything I do is online. Some of the things I do does require me I go out physically into a store or two or whatever. But I can do that at any time, you know. Um, but most of the, the grit and grime of my work is on the computer. So that's a great thing. You know, that's 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 what I'm saying. Like, we have a lot of resources to you know build something of our own that's what i meant by that it's just the internet i mean nothing new some nothing you nothing you don't know the internet the internet is powerful it's the most powerful thing in the world and we don't we don't even fully understand how powerful it is i don't understand how powerful it is but it is really powerful anyways 
Um, I, 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 and these, these aren't like great things that I'm saying. I mean, not sleeping. I don't, I, I'm not like, oh, look at me. I don't sleep because I'm hustling. No, I'm fucking tired of shit. You know, I want to go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? But I know that I'm out here really grinding this shit, you know, and I know I'm using foul language and I, and I apologize if, you know, you don't like that, but this is my truth. You know, I don't give a fuck. This is my truth and this is my hustle. And my mindset right now is really vigilant and I'm in the I don't give a fuck mindset right now. I'm down to my last four hundred dollars. OK, it's February 12th. I got some shit popping in terms of stuff in the pipeline. But back in January, I didn't have shit. I didn't have nothing, you know, but I was grinding and grinding and grinding. Um, and, and now I got a few things in the pipeline. And I'm, I'm, I want to share those things with you because they're great things. They're great strategies. They're great um, things that I came across that that exist already. They already exist. People are doing it already. But I, I had no idea. You know, but it's things I came across and and maybe, you know, it it, it, it just helped helped me, you know, shift my thinking a little bit. Um, but um, I do want to talk about those things, but I wanted to get December out the way because I'm past due. Um, need to talk about January. Uh, you know what? January wasn't exciting. Honestly. Um, let me see. Let me see what happened in January real quick. Just see if I can jump into this. You know, I'm not I'm not going to mess with you like that. I just realized that, you know, my wife, my wife says like she gets mad when I stop. I stop, I stop doing it. I, I only do it to kind of mess with her when you when you say something and then you're like, oh, never mind. I'll just tell you later. No, it's like, no, you're, no, you ain't started. Just tell me now. You know what I'm saying? So so I, I, I just realized that might be going on between me and you right now if you you know um so i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to do that to you so um let's just go to the net profit i'm just gonna go to net profit maybe on the next episode i'll talk about um you know what actually happened in january um um yeah but january was a long month very long month uh let's do the sales i did 4500 in sales and I made 600 bucks, 4,500 in sales and made six, 640. Okay. Not too exciting. All right. Um, yeah, not too exciting. So that's what that was. Um, yeah, these numbers are not too exciting right now. Nothing really happened, um, in January. Um, no, there's a few things that happened. Not in terms of actual business numbers, but there's a few things that happen in terms of the the pipeline and things that I'm doing to to um, to move the needle. But I'll get into that next time. Anyways, um, thank you for listening. And um, you know, I I I'm 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 busy, you know, and I really want to do these podcasts more often. And that's my goal. And <laughs> if you've been listening since day one, that's actually been my uh, my thing, you know, since then. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do these podcasts. I'm going to do these more often. I'm going to do them, you know. And, and um, that that it, it just never happens the way I want it to. So, but thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And hopefully I was able to bring some type of value to you. Um, and, you know, I do these podcasts and things like that to document what's going on, how I'm building this business, because you know, it's real, you know, and, and it's raw. And I want to look back on it 30 years from now, 40 years from now, I want my kids to look back on it. I want people to um, be able to, you know, look at this story and 
uh, and, and see that you can really come from nothing and really make something. Um, and that's my goal is to make something, you know, that's me and go. Um, but anyways, stay positive, stay up, start up and then stay up. Talk to you later. Bye.